Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way podcast with Dusty. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 230, I think it is. Plus or minus because we have some of those chronicle episodes. But nevertheless, I was definitely going to stop this at episode 100. Because I was like, what else do I have to share? But um, for those of you that have been faithful and around for a little bit, uh, we have little odds and ends where we um, find something new and we, uh, we touch base and know that some recent episodes uh, I've had folks reach out and say it's helped so it's uh it's good we're, we're going past 100 um I will continue to see what I can do as far as conveying over because this is really just kind of a hope channel um this is yeah it's I mean, it's a hope channel um in fact yesterday I posted something about you know being um obese um, as a child and kind of how that uh, intertwines itself. I saw somebody else, uh, I saw another video and it's like, I don't respect you if you're fat because you lack discipline and I can't respect anyone that uh, that lacks discipline. And I'm like, well, um, I didn't wake up this morning looking for your respect. Um, I don't need it. And um, drive through, please. <laughs> Second of all, you're going to be fat your whole life because you need fat to live. And so you're already trying to be derogatory or impactful to try to get views on your podcast. So that's strike number two. And uh, number three, you miss the fact that a lot of folks, including myself, carry over what they were learning as a child. Like you made the choice. Like there are definitely choices. Yes. But it's like... Uh, I mean, my best example was, uh, and somebody else had mentioned it, that they are bilingual and they're still learning how to, uh, they've been bilingual for 20 years and they're still learning little nuances. Honestly, that was such a great comment because even though I've come so far in my journey, there are little nuances that I'm still going to have to learn and still learning. And, um, you know, if you've grown up with a process, a system, a mental, like, your brain waves process in a certain way to process stress emotions. I mean, it's like saying somebody who is overtly emotional, overtly um, uh, insensitive, someone who is um, very gets very upset very quickly, um, someone who's um, like a fireball. Um, Someone who's, uh, like, have you ever, or have you interacted with individuals that um, are, like, instantly upset or, like, are instantly, or not instantly patient, but, like, patient? Like, you've got folks that have brainwaves and processes in a certain way and how they do things, and it's just, like, change it. What? In fact, a lot of those processes and changes um, have to do kind of what the base of this episode's about is, you know, if you have things that you recognize that you want to change, oftentimes um, there are there is a process in place to, to potentially help assist or change that. Um, the, uh, the question that I got on that, that video, a comment was, um, you know, what, what's the first step in rewiring? And uh, I figured this might be helpful just to kind of give a, a black and white um, transparent answer on what may be uh, a way to rewire and what the steps should be. 
you know, first, number one, it's going to be therapy, formal therapy, professional therapy, um, you know, sitting with a therapist. You, you, you look at different TV shows where someone is looking to change how they handle things. Uh, when it comes to an addiction, you know, because food is an addiction, it oftentimes comes to therapy. And uh, that's one thing that I would absolutely first and foremost um, point to is therapy. Um, it's a... Uh, it's beneficial for someone to get to the root cause. Now, the umbrella, um, the umbrella issue that the therapist, any number of things that I'm going to mention that are going to try to do is get to the root cause of that process. And if you get to the root cause of that process, then you're able to potentially instill a fix or a correction and thus changing the flow. So you think about like a, a, a water line. You find where the water line, that there's an issue. Now you could potentially find where that issue is in the water line and find a new way to process uh, that water line a different direction. Think about like a, a little T. You put the T on the little joint and all of a sudden you're processing a different way. You can try to band-aid, put some tape, or temporarily fix that, but there's always going to be a reoccurring issue if you don't actually address it and either replace it or reroute it. And that, that's what we're trying to do in, in therapy. It, it is, it's root cause problem solving. Um, you're trying to get to the, the root of the issue, not the branches, not the um, outbursts, not the um, binge eating. You're not trying to, well, why do you binge? That's the wrong question. It's what puts you in a position to put yourself in a position to binge. It's, it's the asking the deeper question. And binging, um, outbursts, all that, those are all symptoms of an underlining problem that will have to be addressed. And if that is addressed, then you can start seeing that um, that freedom that that is very very beneficial in regards to not having to constantly um, nurse a addiction or nurse this concern you've got with food. Um, it's just it will help long term. I am um, I'm gonna take a break and come right back. All right, and we're back. Um, so therapy number one. That's it. That's all. Therapy. Not that's all. Therapy. It's just got to be... I have to stress that because... that The social media landscape has a lot of people saying a lot of things that sound really good for a nice, well-edited video. But you can't get wrapped up in the sensationalism of someone's video or the transformation that they've been through. You've got to make sure that there's something professional that's behind. I knew that if I wanted to do one-on-one coaching, if I wanted to do anything in regards to having real like tips and, and changes and input on you know other folks' lives, I, I would need my certification, which I got. So I just be very mindful of that. I say therapy because first you, you want to go through a, a professional source. Now, if that's not available to you, I, I think there are some other options that really helps understand where your process came from, 
and what's the process and what's the start of rewiring so I would say this there's got to be some sort of void that food filled that you've got to be able to identify you know what was it for you that food became or why food became a dependency and that is um, you personally your personal journey your personal answer uh, you yourself and you can answer this but there's got to be some sort of void now it's uncomfortable because you might have to ask yourself some tough questions and it may get really uncomfortable that's why in a professional environment it's important but for the sake of this podcast episode um, think to yourself and, and, and try to get to first what is and why is filling the void and it could be something that you're trying to avoid or it could be something traumatic in your life that you couldn't control and that traumatic life event in your life that happened that you couldn't control the loss of someone uh, the separation of parents you know whatever the case is it, it was a traumatic life event it was something that was out of your span of control and now there is a, a void that you're filling to feel better now that does have to take its time. There is time due to um, process and, and it's not gonna be perfect. It's not going to look perfect. Um, but what I will say that what you're in that position mentally to, to turn that around, this is where the rewiring takes place in something to where you can get into a habit that is long-term. I have long talked about, and I've started off this episode with therapy, but second, uh, Derry, I would grab a journal whether virtual through an app or through um, you know buying a journal and you've got to start documenting and writing down like think about this if a scientist who is trying to discover a cure for something you see all their documentations like watch the movie iRobot with Will Smith all the trial and error that he's doing He's documenting it on this video. He's doing a voice recording. I've seen it on all these videos to where they're, they're doing this like, all right, this is log 45. So here we're going Star Trek. Um, this is star dates 45, 62. Like they're taking a, a, they're taking documentation. I mean, that, that's, I'm going to say as of right now, that's probably the best way that I can segue this is that you think about something like Star Trek. I know it's um, uh, fictional, but I think we would do the same if this, if what, if going to space, exploring stars, uh, would we have a start? Would we have a log? I, I think we would. Uh, I, I think in any scientific venture that we do, and anything that we do in NASA, anything like that, we're taking logs, we're taking records of it. And so you think about space. Why would they take logs? Because they're going to places that they've never seen, they've never discovered, they don't understand, and they're taking logs of it so that way they could add it to their existing knowledge base, wisdom base of what's going on and what's where, and if a disease comes, they, they know... I mean, think about the um, a disease or, or, or something that comes up and you have scientists that look into it's got um it's got similarities to this but it's got this it's got this all of that is based on data all of that based is based on records that were kept at one point so when i talk about a journal when i talk about getting an app and logging your thoughts logging you've got to get everything down on paper that that makes up you 
Everything that is you, you've got to be able to articulate in written form or through an app so that you could truly, like I've said this on a prior episode, you need to over know yourself or you need to know yourself. Like you've, how do you rewire? You find out what got you. Just, just being honest. Whatever got you to your top weight, what got you? As a kid, divorce got me. Got me. It's not. It's not. It wasn't within my control. But it got me. And I used food as a cope. I used food to make me feel better because it sucked having to go to a parent's house every other day. One house here. One house here. One house here. For my childhood. That's that's seriously like a bankable check that you can take to the bank of. That's going to mess somebody up. And so I coped with food. I, I looked myself in the mirror um, through the stressful times with my son when my wife was pregnant with baby number two. And those moments were like, it was, we're going to the ER um, and like we're hungry and there's nowhere easy to eat and we just grab fast food. Like I, I know for years and years, I know the process, I know what I should be doing, but this is something I haven't encountered before. I can control what's happening to me, and it, but like, like I've said on a prior episode, like the emotions and the stress of someone else's pain, and I'm not able to bring any kind of relief because it's nothing affecting me, it's affecting somebody else. I mean, I remember, so, I remember looking myself in the mirror and just saying, it got me. So what got you? You've got to write it down, log it, and know it. Because how do you rewire? You find out what got you. What got you to your top weight. And you have to over-understand what got you to your top weight. Because it's not going away with the weight loss surgery. It's not going away with keto. It's not going away with Tony Robbins' butt blaster 12,000. It's not. It's going to be there. You can look great for about a year, year and a half. But then it's going to start playing a little bit of peekaboo. Peekaboo, unaddressed. I'm still here. Let's get back into our groove. The groove meaning back to your top weight. You've got to over-understand what got you. And uh, I think that's one of the number one things is... um, Knowing what got you. Um, Therapy is going to be really important. Support in the form of accountability. Someone that can walk you through the first initial couple of months to really kind of get your bearings and get your... It's like a bicycle. You hit the pedal. It's rough at start. But all of a sudden, as the rotations begin to go and go and go, it becomes easier and easier and easier. You need someone to support you early on. You can't. You can't do this by yourself. Um, therapy, journaling, accountability. Um, how do you rewire all the attempts that you did before for a diet, exercise, whatever, whatever you did before? Write down, journal, log. Why didn't it work? And whatever you're going to do, why is that going to work? What's different about it? Um, I just, well, uh, uh, 
uh, if there's any uh, 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 at all, it's not going to work. I'm just being straight up and down. Uh, 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 You've got to have a, uh, a plan. I say this mindfully, not everything's going to go according to plan, but you've got to have a good structured plan on what you're going to do different this time versus last time. Because rewiring is, it's like learning a new language. Really, I mean, that's probably the best example. It's like learning a new language. You've got to know the ins and outs of that language as far as, I think, Spanish. Uh, when it's uh, feminine, when it's masculine, uh, when to carry, like, el, el, de, like, it's going to take some serious study. And, and you're going to have to commit to that. I'm sure there's probably more in which I can continue. I am at my destination, so I want to say thank you for listening to this particular episode, and I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.